it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Final out of uh, the fake assembly hall, Indiana 80, Illinois 65. Go ahead and play it. You're listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White, and we are here celebrating Indiana's win over the Fighting Illini. They didn't think we could do it, but we did it, folks. The Hoosiers followed up. A huge defensive performance with another huge defensive performance. This team showed tenacity two games in a row. They came out ready to fight. Illinois, that that environment is ruckus. And Indiana stepped up to the occasion and they stepped past it. It was awesome to see tonight. I'm recording this super late. I wanted to get this out in the morning as I do uh, all of these episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. For Let's just celebrate this win. Let's dive into it. Um, let's uh, just, yeah, go ahead. What a defensive performance. I mean, that that's the identity to success for this Indiana team. It was the identity last year when we weren't having, when we didn't have the shooting we have this year. Because we have shooting. Trey, <laughs> Trey took one shot in this game, or one three-pointer, converted it. He continues to improve his incredible three-point conversion rate. When last year he shot 27% from beyond the arc, each guy on this team has gotten so much better and they're finally putting it together. Yes, we were going to take a moment. We were going to need a moment following the injuries to two of our largest minute munchers, two of our key players, two of our largest veteran presence. Largest veteran presences. Again, this is late. I'm sorry. Somebody needed to step up and the guys are finally starting to. Jordan Geronimo, no, like... Nobody more so than him. But, I mean, the man of this game. Let's start. Holy hell. Trace Jackson Davis looks healthy, doesn't he, folks? It's pretty incredible. I mean, this Indiana team, on that skid of losses we had, looked like we hated basketball. It looked like nobody wanted to be there. Everyone looked hurt. Hurt on the inside. (laughs) Hurt on the inside. Trace looked like... A new man today. I don't mean new man because he's always solid. He's reliable. I just, holy crap, there's a huge spider. One sec. Whoa, you are a freaking creature. Yeah. My paint. I defend my paint just like Jordan with his three blocks today. Him and Trace both getting three blocks. I mean, everyone was like, oh, is Jordan a true three? Is he a true four? Who cares? He can jump up and swat the hell out of the ball, no matter who's taking the shot. Okay, yeah, but I'll talk about Jordan a little more in a bit. Um, Trace, Trace, holy crap, what a game. 35 points. Uh, Just, I mean, he came out like a new man. He always has the skill, but it's just whatever it was, a mentality shift. Um, Just him getting healthy. He's playing with an edge, and unfortunately for Illinois, they got the sharpest point of that edge last night. Went for 35 points on 15 for 19 shooting. It seemed like uh, Brad Underwood and Illinois' plan was just to belly bump him out of the paint. Um, but unfortunately, um, for Dane Danger, 
he, him and his him and him and that gut just weren't enough to uh, keep Trace from just gutting Illinois. God, what a villain for that performance. Indiana, I mean, Trace is per- putting out like all Indiana perform- performances. I mean, like these are historic games. What a crazy stat line. 35 points in Illinois. Shut them right up. End a four-game winning streak. That's some cold-blooded shit by our captain. I love it. I mean, Brad Underwood and them, they did not collapse any defenders. on. They haven't followed a single playbook of any team that beat us, I guess. I guess they must not have watched a single Indiana game. You have to commit somebody on Trace, and they just didn't. It was astounding. Trace took full advantage, going for 15 for 19. On top of that, I mean, just the confidence he was gaining there, just the poise he was showing at the free throw line, converting 5 of 6. Whatever any, whatever the biggest haters amongst us were saying about Trace before, you could not have watched that game with anything but pride in the fact that that kid is rocking the candy stripes. Just a ridiculous performance by a ridiculous athlete who we owe a ridiculous amount of gratitude to. When, when, when you faced Rutgers triple team, what the hell's a little belly bumping? Illinois had to come with a lot harder than that, and they didn't. They didn't have any answer for Trace. They didn't make any adjustments at halftime, and it bit them in the ass because the Hoosiers didn't let up. Yeah, there were moments where Illinois was looking like they might give us back a fight. They might crawl back in this, but no. No, the Hoosiers persisted, and that was largely based on just Trace being as dominant in the paint as he was. I mean, in the paint, I don't know if I would mentioned it before, Indiana beats Illinois 54-32 to alone in the paint. That's how you win games, that, especially in the Big Ten. That's how you win games, especially here. And it was all, all three of our biggest big men, just key contributions. Jordan stepping up and subsidizing what we lost with Race's injury. And he's doing so, so admirably and just so much more than we could have expected. His, the energy he brought, I mean, you could see it translating into his game. And thank God he brought it. He's been a large, he's been a key factor on Indiana getting back on track. As much as it's been just Trace's entire mind shift, it's been Jordan um, finding a way to focus all of his athleticism and produce. Good on him for developing because that's what we need. We need him to develop, continue developing. Um, he's going to be part of this team moving forward. And, I mean, this was a great performance, and I'm just excited to see what follows. I mean, he's really he really turned a corner. He's an athletic superhuman and the biggest part of his game, he just, I mean, he's the put-pack god, but he just needed to channel that, all that energy, all that, and, and he's he looks like he's putting it together. He looks like he's able to focus all of those efforts. And boy, those, it's a lot of effort, but I, I love that we're finding a way to utilize it. Like I said, three blocks on the defensive end, him and Trace just absolutely mauling anybody trying to do anything, mauling them cleanly. We really tiptoed foul trouble tonight, but well done. Which, I mean, hey, credit to Mike Woodson and the staff. They managed minutes well tonight. It was a dance with the foul trouble. But good on him for having the correct rotations in to keep that Illinois team just far enough. We couldn't let them get close. We couldn't let them get back because that crowd flips, and it's a totally different game. We had to make sure we kept that crowd out. And good on the boys. For stepping on their jugular and just keeping their boot there the whole damn game. Proud of the 
proud of the candy stripes in this one. Good work. I mean, speaking of big games from our front court, Malik Renew contributed 14 huge minutes in this. Again, he showed that he is stepping his game up to a new level. Um, <clears throat> I shouldn't say the new level. He's showing um, a willingness to advance to that next level because he uh, muscled his way for six rebounds in this one in his uh, 13 minute, 14 minutes on the floor, like I said. Six rebounds, five points. Um, but you can tell watching the game. He, his confidence is growing. I think he's looking bigger. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I That might be total nonsense, but I'm like, all right. It, honestly, it might be his posture. He's carrying himself bigger out there, and it's awesome. It's great to see. We need it. And it's just it's going to be incredible when we have Race and Xavier back in all of these guys who have stepped up to uh, make up for the loss of those guys when all of those guys are still able to produce with the addition of our reliable veterans, it's going to be a great thing to see. I'm excited for where this team's at right now. Hey, we're talking Big Ten titles. It's all about the banner. We just want the one. Let's just get this team looking fierce by March. And with the returning pieces we'll have, we we, we, we by all measure should. That being said, I mean, from here on out, we are not losing. This Indiana team is incredible. This Indiana team is going to whoop Purdue. <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise. Because I've heard the Zach Eady story before. I've heard the Zach Eady story before. And before even, I mean, yeah, it's a total, it's a different story this year. But in those prior years, yeah, everybody had a problem with him except for Trace. Trace always found a way to isolate him. I mean, just, just to limit him to re make him reasonable, and he really got the best of him in some of those matchups. So you, you can't tell me, until I see him do it to our boy, you can't tell me that, that they're going to take it to us. Because the Trace tonight is not going to be denied. I don't care how big, you can be 7-4, but if Trace is moving the way he is tonight, you're going to have to be a lot quicker. Yeah, I brought up Purdue in the middle of talking about this Illinois game, but whatever. It's getting late, Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it was just an Indiana backcourt, I mean, Indiana frontcourt domination through and through. Malik showed that he's indeed ready to play, and he was just the third piece in that frontcourt domination. The Indiana backcourt stepped up as well. I mean, Terrence Shannon Jr., he's good. <laughs> that guy's good, but they did limit his impact on this game. He did end the night with 26 points, but that was on 8 of 18 for shooting. And while the Hoosiers did get in uh, some pretty dicey foul trouble, again, Mike Woodson was able to manage it well and uh, make sure that Illinois was never able to get within striking distance. When uh, Jalen went down with, uh, yeah, yeah, when Jalen went down with his uh, fourth flat foul, uh, had to sit out a few minutes, um, but Trey stepped up. I mean, following that, we did hit a uh, nine-point uh, skid. Nine minutes left to go in the game, but uh, ultimately Trey pulled us out with uh, two quick buckets after that. The Hoosiers needed a backward ball handler to step up, and Trey delivered. I mean, uh, yeah, he had a turnover, but hey, I, I forgive that because uh, he followed that turnover with a bucket that ended that skid. That ended that 0-9 run and uh, got the Hoosiers back in a rhythm. While he was limited due to foul trouble, like I had said, Jalen still amassed 31 minutes in this. 
Um, scary. It, it, that was a scary hit he took when he fell to the ground, uh, nursing that wrist. Hope to God he's okay. Hope it, hope he isn't. Hope it isn't tweaking him at all. But uh, just great to see how he played through it. Looks like it's just fine. Jalen delivered a great defensive performance. I mean, yeah, they held uh, Terrence Shannon to that uh, lesser night of shooting. He had to take a lot of shots to get those points. And credit the Indiana defense. Jalen has shown an increasing willingness to commit to a defensive identity. He's playing a harder backcourt defense. There's more effort. You see it on the court. And he sees how it translates into a better product in the team. And, I mean, it just is a, it's the snake eating the snake at that point where it just feeds into itself. And you're seeing it build each game. Each game he's buying into it a little more. And this, this Indiana backcourt, our, our defense was phenomenal tonight. That's how you win championships. That and some pretty big shooting. But I think we have the shooting if we need to start taking it. Indiana's just been winning these interior games. But, yeah, again, to Jalen. Ten points, four assists, three boards. Sorry, it's late. I'm a little scatterbrained. Trey Galloway uh, shot four for five. I mean, eighty percent. Trey continues to improve each game. Eleven points, two rebound or two assists, one rebound. Last year's worst three point shooter. Like I said before, improved his rate, making the one of one three point shots he took. Good on him. I saw Miller took three sh- three uh, shots, made two of them. He make he makes he makes shots. He's just lurking in the wing. And we've gotten two wins. He hasn't taken many shots, but if that's the game plan to open up the paint for Trace, like, hey, when everyone's complaining about him not running to get open, maybe that's not his job. Maybe his job is just to play some defense. Um, Play some defense, and if his defender does collapse down on Trace to uh, hit that three, which he will. He will hit that three. So... I'm not down on Miller as much as some of those people out there are, but y'all need to chill because our boy puts it on for the Hoosiers each game. I don't care what you think. These boys put the candy stripes on. We're behind them. Let's go. A total team effort was needed to get this win. A total team effort on the defensive end absolutely crippled any opportunities that Illinois had to get back in this. While I said before that Indiana front court just absolutely dominated, Indiana was able to get 62% shooting on the night. And that Indiana defense was able to hold the Illinois squad to 39. I mean, let's go. <laughs> Holding them to that in their house. <clears throat> that, that's, that's incredible. This, this squad should be proud of that performance. Indiana won that rebounding battle, 39-27. Just a valiant effort win in a hostile, hostile environment. E- e- each Hoosier stepped up today. No, nobody more so than Trace with those 35. Just absolutely dominating danger because they didn't put anybody else on them. But it was a team effort on that defensive end. That's how we're going to win moving forward. That's how we're going to get the best of Michigan State. So, I mean, what a win. What a win. After all the frustrations that we had in that freaking skit of games, to have these two wins, to have that the ever-elusive, it's it is now 12:30 at the time of recording to get the ever elusive um Wisconsin win because we don't get those people we don't get those to get that and then follow that up with an ever elusive Illinois win in Illinois that shows a medal this team has has yet has not shown 
this squad's for real. The 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 squad that was on that skid, they're gone. They're dead. They're they're well, they're gone. This new Hoosier squad is nothing to be trifled with. I'm here for it. I am so hopelessly optimistic about what we're gonna do with this thing moving forward. Um, but I'm buckled up and I'm ready for the ride wherever it ends. Uh, for this game, I'm gonna be giving my uh, Showalter fish of the game to none other than Trace. Of course, of course he gets it. Just just a dominance, just sheer utter force of will upon thy enemy. Trace Jackson Davis, Showalter fish of the game. Lastly, before getting into a little bit of the Big Ten, um, 17 turnovers, uh, yikes, address it, move on. That's all I got to say on that. I'm going to enjoy this win. Ain't going to bring me down by telling me we had 17 turnovers. Move on. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into a little Big Ten whip around, just tell you the latest scores since the last time I recorded, uh, right after this uh, little word from our sponsor. So at this time, the Often Daunted podcast does not have any sponsors. So I just wanted to go ahead and uh, ask that you donate to the local food bank. All right, so uh, on to the Big Ten. All right, so, you, I mean, everyone knows Purdue just continues to dominate. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, talk about the games we've seen since the last we've talked. So Michigan seemed to get right a little bit, beating uh, Northwestern that Sunday, 85-78. to 78. Rutgers continued to look competent, 68-64 uh, over the struggling Ohio State. Iowa, 81, rebuilding over Maryland, 67. Number three, Purdue just barely pulled one out. Uh, Michigan State, 64-63. Edie with 32 points in that. Again, until he plays, plays Trace, you ain't going to tell me he's Jesus. Illinois beat that uh, <laughs> that pretty crummy Minnesota squad, uh, 78-60. In that one, Mayer, who was just manhandled by the Indiana front court today, had uh, nine, the team high 19. Wisconsin, 63, Penn State, 60. That was on Tuesday, the 17th. January 18th, Ohio State continues to fall as Nebraska gets the win, 63-60. to 60. With that uh, game Wednesday, Northwestern at Iowa postponed, I believe, due to COVID. Crazy that that's still happening. But, the, yeah, we, are, we do not talk about that. We do not talk about that on this show. Thursday, on this day, where Indiana just chef's kiss, 80-65 with the dominant defensive performance. Trace Jackson Davis with 35. Maryland beat Michigan, who, I mean, man, that's got to be tough to be a fan of them right now. I mean, come on. 64-58, to Maryland beats Michigan. Purdue held Minnesota to 39 points, which is just freaking incredible, um, as they scored 61. And Michigan State beat that uh, number 23 Rutgers team 70-57. to So now, at this time of recording, 120-23, 
We have Minnesota at the bottom, one and six. Ohio State now second from the bottom, two and five. I should not say that. I should start from the top so I have the number. Uh, so, looking at the Big Ten standings, we currently have Purdue, no doubt, first place, seven and one. Uh, I mean, what a freaking crazy score they held that team to, that Minnesota team to. Um, next up would be Michigan State sitting in second at five and three. Third place, Wisconsin, four and three. Iowa, four and three. Michigan, four and three. Rutgers, five and three. So they'll jump up. Um, why is that? Yeah, that's a goofy. Okay. Must be a tiebreaker there. Um, Illinois after Rutgers, four and four. Penn State, Northwestern, Indiana, three and four. There we are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Tenth place, Indiana, right now. Hey, we're crawling back. Right now, it's freaking wild. It's 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 Purdue and then everybody else. And right now, we're battling it out with everybody else. And guess what? We can have a great, great seed come Big Ten tournament time. And you know what? I'm not giving up on Purdue losing games. Like, it's going to happen. I got two for you right here. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, I, I didn't say we're going to dive into the Big Ten much. It's just a quick whip around. This is an Indiana podcast. This is the often daunted, daunted podcast with Burke White. I mean, I, I say it because I want you. I want it. Yeah, whatever. It's like, sorry. No excuses on the show. Indiana fans, enjoy this win. The Hoosiers continue to show a willingness to fight, to step up to the occasion because there is no bigger environment to do so than that Illinois is a crazy place to step into that place looks dingy that place looks mean and rude (laughs) and Indiana fought today they fought and if this is the team that keeps showing up guess what Big Ten uh you're all on notice everyone's on notice Kansas you don't want to face this team you don't want to face this team especially after I just saw you got beat by Kansas State Arizona I see you backsliding you're right there with us. What goes around comes around. I, I know you don't want to play this team. We're in a great place, Hoosiers. We're going we're gonna to be just fine come March. I have so much confidence in this team. Mike Woodson has these boys fired up and ready to go. When Xavier and Race come back, because guess what, guys? They are. It's going to be incredible. This Indiana team is gearing up for a run. If anything, guess what? In March, we might be grateful that all that happened because of these guys having to step up to the occasion, having to ma- like log these massive minutes. This is s- such valuable experience that if we can set ourselves up with a good seed in March, we'll be able to utilize. I'm freaking so stoked on this team right now, and uh, I hope you guys all are too. Thank you so much for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I've had so much fun getting this going, and uh, right now I think we're in our 17th or 18th episode. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's getting a little better each time, uh, flowing a little easier, but if you have any suggestions for the show at all, feel free to reach out to me at flyoverwire at gmail.com. That's flyoverwire at gmail.com. You can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at flyoverwire. If you like what you heard, um, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it if they're Indiana fans, um, and you don't think they'd hate my voice. If you want to give me a read on some of my thoughts on the team, I post on flyoverwire.com pretty much daily. 
And uh, yeah, I just have a lot of fun running that side as well. Do this all as a hobby. Just love talking about and writing about the team I love uh, in between tips. So uh, yeah, thank you all so much for the listen. I hope you all have a great day. I hope you'll all hear from me on Monday. Lux at Veritas, down with Sparty.